rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is now 8.06. I just turned to 8.07 a.m. And you're listening to Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And I'm joined, we are joined in the studio today by Natalie Bonner of the Talented Tents. Good morning to you. Buenos dias. Bonjour. Good morning. (laughs) All right. All claps live till we get the clap button. I also got... My co-host, Christine, what's happening? Good morning. Uh, what's happening? Hunter back there behind the boards. What's up, what's up? And Jay Vizzle sitting like the man over there, making it all happen with the visuals. What's going on? Nothing to it. <laughs> so we're glad to see you guys. We are Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast, bringing you guys interviews, culture, art, everything that has to do with Aurora and news as well. So speaking of the news, got some important things to get to. Then we have to do our recap of the weekend. We didn't do it yesterday. Talk about all the cool stuff that we got into. Go around the room and spread the love. First things first, the senior meal distribution drive-through brought to us by representatives of the 83rd District, uh, Barbara Hernandez, and representative of the 84th District, Stephanie Kiffelwitt. Monday, August 31st at the Aurora Police Department. The time will be from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. You have to call to register, and it's for adults who are 60 years of age or older. You get five free meals and there's also a mortgage assistance uh program as well as the senior meals again that's monday august 31st 11 o'clock a.m to 1 p.m at the aurora police department alley art festival celebrating 10 years of art music and spectacle all around downtown saturday the 29th from noon to 5 p.m artists will be at multiple venues musicians and there will even be a puppet theater oh they like that right puppet theater exciting yep the marionette, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or the sock puppet. We don't know. But if you go there, you will know. Alley Art Festival. Uh, Compendium. Excuse me. A week-long shopping experience showcasing makers, shops, and creators across Geneva, Batavia, and Aurora. Shouts go out to Wickwood, Branch Gardens, and our dear friends at the Cottonseed Creative Exchange, 8 North Broadway. Um, kind of like right across from Yeti Station. Yeti. Yeti Station. Oh, Yeti? That's how you pronounce it. Oh, Messing it up. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Want, I didn't want to say anything yeah. yesterday, but I call, I'm like, all right, I got to step in today because right. he'll be calling it the wrong name all week. Like, he's made it exotic. Yeah, exactly. Tarjay. Right, 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 right. Et. Oh my God. Um, compendium runs from the 24th until the 30th of this month. Uh, so again, and there's also a raffle. If you go to one of the shops and you take a picture of what you buy, um, and you hashtag Compendium. We'll reshare that to make sure that's the correct hashtag. Uh, I think it is. I think there may be something after. Anyway, uh, if you do that, you're entered into a raffle to win a prize of $150. Wow. So you can win a little little bit of money. Carts mm. for a cause. September is Hunger Action Month. Paint a shopping cart to help put a spotlight on hunger. The carts will be placed at various businesses around downtown Aurora. Now, this was brought to us by our friends at the Aurora Food Pantry. Aurora Downtown, and Viso Arts. So shout out to all three of our friends and their respective groups. Shout out to Joe, shout out to Marissa, shout out to the whole team over there at the food pantry. Hey, Kat. Hey, exactly. Um, And, you know, it's going to be a great thing. Please show up and get involved in that as well, my dear friends. All right, 
So let's do the recap real quick before we get into our interview with Natalie. All right. Um, so start with you, Christine. How was your how was the weekend? It was a good weekend. It was a busy weekend. It was one of those weekends where you overbook yourselves and then you're like, oh, how am I going to get it all in? Mm -hmm. um, but one of my favorite things was the SciTech fundraiser. That was Saturday. Um, they, it was a whole luau thing. It was their reimagine event. This was new this year just because of COVID. Um, and they're gonna, it's something that they're going to do every year. So okay. it was at Mora. It's great food, great outdoor dining. The weather was perfect. Um, so, yeah, check both of those out. Mm -hmm. It was really good. Hunter, how was your weekend, dog? Uh, it was good. It was good, man. I'm, like, too far removed to remember exactly everything I did. <laughs> well, like it must have been a pretty right. chill weekend. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, wasn't too bad. That sounds like a great weekend. Right. <laughs> JV, how was your weekend, baby? Oh, I'm a little far from the mic, but it was good. You know, busy. That's JV yelling, y'all. Okay. Oh, I can't yell. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, though. You know, yeah. Very cool. Uh, I saw you guys this weekend. Yeah, yeah, we was we, out there. We, we, was outside. The we was outside a little bit. <laughs> I was out there chilling. It made it a little bit more fun. Yeah. Uh, what JV brings up, we took part. We were proud to be uh, have a hole sponsored for us by our friends um, of the, fr the Puerto Rican Fraternal Order. Okay. They had a scholarship uh, charity fundraiser, a uh, golf fundraiser at Bliss Creek and Sugar Grove. Mm. So we were out there. We had, we had hole three to ourselves. Fly, you know, we out there with a little, just a little, little something, little razzle, a little, 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 little razzle dazzle <laughs> okay. for something, you something. know, a little splash, <laughs> little yeah, splash. riding around on carts. We got good video of that. Christine climbing trees, so we got some what? good, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was really cool. Yeah, fun. <laughs> yep, it was really cool. We saw JV. Uh, JV was out there, so it was really cool. Good time. Um, and then we went to the Mora. Mora was really cool. I have to say, I'm sure it was. But the, anybody who goes to Mora, try their chicken skewers barbecue chicken skewers whatever those were remember on the mm -hmm. stick i ate, all, I ate too much sushi delicious so. mm -hmm. okay um how was your weekend busy as always as always yeah moving in getting things arranged getting the children's room put together we're actually working on something really big for september okay and hunger month so a lot of different things and then of course spending time with with the family with the little ones and right Loving on my little baby. Okay. Always a good time, but yeah. always fast as well. Monday comes in a blink. Yeah, and here we are on Tuesday. 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 Yeah. Feel, so we feeling skip. like a Monday. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, that's that's good. We all had a we all had a good weekend. Um. So let's get into the interview with Natalie Bond. I'm glad you're here. Glad I'm you're glad here. to be here. All right. So Christine's gonna start off. With our first, and then I'll go next. Yeah. Hey, neighbor. Like <laughs> <laughs> hey, neighbor. And I just got to say, too, for the guests that have gone to the wrong door, because they're always going to the wrong door in the morning. There's two doors into the yeah. studio. Mm -hmm. um, we're in this building. If you ever go to the wrong door and you see this bright, uh, shiny lady, it is Natalie, who always right. redirects people over here to the I correct do. place. I do. I've walked several people who've come into the office, and they just come right to the back. I'm like, go. Oh. Is this the studio? Uh, no. <laughs> Follow me. Right. <laughs> Very cool. So tell everybody who you are and where you're from. Well, my name is Natalie Bonner. Uh, I am the founder and president of Talented Tent Social Flourishes. I'm from Aurora. My grandfather was a pastor here in Aurora for over 70 years. We have a street on the east side, Bonner Avenue, so my nonprofit, our mission is to 
educate and empower the disenfranchised families in Chicagoland by providing community initiatives, referrals, different types of programs. So all of that is just ingrained in me because of the family ties that I have here in Aurora. Your grandfather also has a park. He does. He has okay. a park right around the corner from the church. Nice. He does. And he has a day. September 13th is Bishop Bonner Day here in Aurora. What was his first name? William. But you always have to put the haven. You know, like uh, baby say, yeah, please yeah, say the baby. Yeah. <laughs> please say the haven. Yeah. So William Haven Bonner. That's the sound of me taking notes, y'all. Got to do it. Do it. <laughs> like, and, why the hell so quiet? <laughs> and tell us your educational background. Well, I went to college in Carbondale. I went to SIU, majored in economics. Uh, after college, I thought I was going to dive right into the financial service field, um, go to Ed Jones and become a financial advisor, and that was not the case. So I ended up getting into the insurance field, life and health insurance, and I stayed in Southern Illinois. So I was working Southern Illinois, Missouri. I got to meet a lot of different interesting people, which actually drove me to wanting to have a nonprofit. So it's funny how one path, like my idea was to be a corporate lawyer. And then now I have a social service agency. So it all started from economics and Carbondale. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But I went to school here. So I went to O'Donnell on the east side. Then I went to Nancy Hill, which is on the west side, mm -hmm. Jefferson. And then, of course, West Aurora High School. I'm a graduate because right, everyone knows west. east is east and west is west. But in Aurora, west is best. Oh, snap. I didn't okay. make that up. <laughs> <laughs> we, used to, we used to have that same thing in Joliet, but it was east is the least and west is the best. Ooh. Damn. Ooh, see, we didn't even, we didn't even do that to the east side. We just said east is, is east. Yeah. That's kind of <laughs> And growing up, what impact did your father have on your life? My father passed when I was six. So my grandfather took that role. And, I mean... I'm a living reflection of all of his lessons to be generous, to be empathetic, to be patient, to be non-judgmental. So he gave me a lot of great lessons by being a pastor because he never turned anybody away. A lot of times service would be going on and you'd see someone come in that would probably make a lot of individuals uncomfortable. And he always received them with open arms and helped them. And, I mean, even the roughest, toughest guys in the neighborhood, when they seen my grandfather, they always gave him respect because he respected everyone. So he was a great example in that aspect. I look to be more and more like him. Sometimes I don't know how he dealt with some individuals, but, yeah, you're like, okay, well, since I know it's possible, I'll try a little harder. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. um, so... Bishop William Haven Bonner. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And see, that, that's one of the things I like about this show. Like, you get to know a lot of the history um, of Aurora from people. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know that he had his own own day and things like that. Yes. Um, what lessons are you, do you take from him in your day-to-day -day activities with the, uh, with the nonprofit? That our gifts are not for us. And I, I always use the tree 
as an example because that's the easiest thing to do. So ev- in a- inside of every seed is a forest. You plant the tree, or you plant the seed, and the tree comes up. It goes through all these grueling processes. And the final product is this beautiful tree with apples on it, right? It's gorgeous. Took years. And somebody comes up and takes the doggone apple and bites it, and it's delicious. Right. The tree is happy. It's done its job. But the tree doesn't know what the apple tastes like. It's for other people. So that's what I have come to accept. It's like, hey, if I'm good at something and I enjoy it, I want to share it because apparently it's something that God gave me to share. So I take that with me every day. Even like, you know, little quirks and the humor or whatever the case may be. It's like, okay, I guess I should just go on and give it away. I'm feeling it. No, I, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I get a little deep sometime, y'all. Oh, this is the show for you it. You were getting deep the other day because I read something that you wrote and it said, a tree never enjoys its own fruit. However, it's best in harvest time. Mm-hmm. That was deep. That's deep. That is deep. Yep. That's the quote of the Now, day. that's my quote. So if you use it, I'm going to sue you. <laughs> <laughs> that was the day I was climbing trees at the golf outing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us about Aurora from the time that you uh, were young, growing up here. Okay. And to date, the changes that you've seen, um, you know, what's come and gone and what's here and, re- and remains still. Well, hmm. That has a lot of different layers. When I was little, I remember Aurora being a community. Uh, I mean, my school, we had all different types of individuals. So, you know, you had you had the whites, you had the blacks, you had the Hispanics. We are, I had all friends, friends of all colors, mm-hmm. um, from elementary school all the way up to high school. We would do things together, go camping, and we really, I enjoyed my childhood here. I did. We rode bikes. We did all of those things. And so now I feel that Aurora is on its way back, but I do feel like there has been a period of separation, whereas we're not able to really be a community. We should be able to look for, look out for each other. And I'll also tell individuals, it does matter what happens in my household. I care about what happens in your household, too, because one day we could cross paths. So it's important <laughs> for me to know right. if you lack something, I can help you and vice versa. If I lack something, you can help me because we want to all limit each other's stress. So the difference to me is the sense of community. Mm-hmm. That has changed, but I do feel like it's moving its way back into that community positivity, that whole era and just vibe. Talk about the separation. How did it start? What does it look like? What is- you know what? I think the separation, and I'm sound like an old person, doggone social media. Oh, yeah. Because we don't have that human interaction like that anymore. Our relationships are... A lot of our relationships are virtual. So you don't get to pay attention. You're not in the moment all the time because you want to see what's going on on the phone, on Facebook or Snapchat or whatever the case. We miss a lot of opportunities to get to know each other because we're busy. A lot of things have changed, but I'm going to blame it (laughs) on social media. (laughs) But a lot of things have changed. You know, uh, increasing bills and stress levels. Families don't have time to really come home and have 
meals when you get home. You're tired. You might cook something, but everybody might eat in a separate room, and then you're off to homework or whatever else you have to do. So a lot of things have changed as far as the family. And then, of course, the family is the basis of a community. So if the family structure and how families operate changes, then it's organic that society's going to change. Right. I think that, uh, oh, go ahead, excuse me. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I think that that's true. I, so, so when you talk about the separation, uh, I do feel that. I feel that in addition to perhaps the social media making separation be easier for people, mm-hmm. uh, I do feel that there is also kind of an, an, a generational. Oh, for sure. Even without social media, there oh, is a generational sure. aspect to it. That I think uh, I lived in Aurora for about 10, 11 years now, and and I feel that it's more generational. Social media kind of, social media kind of made it more pronounced. Yes, exactly. Yeah, social yeah. media was perhaps the the nail in the coffin mm-hmm. of getting along with with people. Um, I do agree with that. I I definitely feel like our different generations need to have some type of round table so we can understand each other. Like, times are different for for all of us. Even with my daughter, I have an 18-year-old. So what she's going through and the time she's living in, some of the things I don't understand, and I mean, I'm I'm surely not old. So Surely. <laughs> surely. Yes, I mean, right. Surely. Girl, you're right. Right. <laughs> I'm just, you know, just happy. Right. But, but the generations, like the older generations, they... They fear teenagers, and the teenagers feel like the older generation, they're just judgmental. So I feel like we haven't had that opportunity for conversation to even get to know each other. And then you throw in the different aspects of life, whereas you're not meeting different family members or having those conversations with family members who may be in different generational uh, phases of their life. You're not able to really know each other yeah. who, who we are and listen and understand each other but i think that can change yeah i think well i think it's changing now little by little if we include all of us in different things then it has no choice but to change i feel like and and that's one thing i try to make sure i do with my programs i want to hit every base I want to make sure I have something for the seniors. And if I have something for the seniors, I want to make sure that maybe children are involved or adolescents are involved so that they can be around each other and talk because I know what it looks like to see a senior and a child come in and do something funny or lighthearted, the look on their face, or a child's comfort when they have a grandmother or grandfather type around. So I think it's definitely possible that we can bring it back and make it even better than before with the generation gap that we have going on here in Aurora and other places, too. I agree with what you're saying, because I grew up in that time mm-hmm. where you just went outside all day. You didn't come yeah, back fine. till dinner. You, and that's how you met your neighbors. You yes. would go meet kids in the neighborhood or the old man on, on down the street. But today, kids can't do that, just you know, with everything involved. Mm-hmm. So that, that's how you became that community, and you got to, to meet people. And you mentioned something. It's a lot of other things going on, mm-hmm. too. Like mm-hmm. Right. Socially and criminally. So a lot of times there's apprehension. So mm-hmm. we don't feel comfortable with our kids going out and riding their bikes all afternoon because of 
things that are going on in society as well, which is which is really sad because we enjoyed being children and we were really me and my friend would ride bikes all afternoon and no one would bother us. We would be on the east side, on the west side, and we were kids and no one would bother us. But now I would not feel comfortable with my daughter. Like I feel uncomfortable with my daughter taking an Uber because of the times and things that are going on. So we have to all work yeah. on taking a little bit more time out. That's what I think it is. We're we're too busy sometimes. The and time is now oh, my bad. The time is now eight twenty seven AM. You're listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. We're speaking with Natalie Bonner. We're talking about community and opportunities. Another great way that everybody came together mm-hmm. was that uh, dinner. The It was a fundraiser. Oh, it was the guys versus the gals. Remember yes, that one? Yes, yes. And it kind of came about. We see each other every day from time to time. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> how are you doing? And you invited us to tell us what this event was. Okay. So, Talented 10th is working with an organization. They're grassroots and it's called On Us. It's a group of men who have been feeding the community for about six weeks, right up on Downer, 420 West Downer at Our Savior's Lutheran Church. Um, we call them BDC, Burger Dog Chip, because <laughs> that's, that's what they do in water. <laughs> so we came up with the idea to do a Battle of the Sexes cookout because women, you know, we're always in the kitchen making it happen. But we know men have skills on, on the grill. I was going to say. Men have skills (laughs) on the grill. So we thought it'd be a good idea to not only let everybody know what was going on, but bring that sense of community into the community. Um, It was fun. It was, yes. We had great... The women won, of course, because we had like seven, eight different dishes. The men had burger dog chip. (laughs) (laughs) I did get one of those burgers. I I did not... The burgers, though... They looked so amazing. Yes. I didn't get to taste the burgers. But the program is also a recidivism program. So these men, it's very important for people to know what's going on here, especially with this program. So I'm glad you brought that up. These men have um, had, they have backgrounds. Okay. And now what they're doing, instead of dwelling on their mistakes or continuing to do things that may not be productive, what they're doing now is they're giving back to the community. They're giving back some of the things that they may have taken from the community, and they're being leaders in the sense of they're men, they're they're cooking, right? They're giving the food away, right? Men of different backgrounds who may have been enemies at one point in time, right? They're all together, and they're doing this. They're happy. They're having a good time. Okay. It's a sense of community. So it's a very, very, very important program because a lot of times people don't forgive. Right? So you have that that stigma and you have that stereotype. Explain recidivism too when you get there. Recidivism is um, dealing with individuals who have been incarcerated. And making sure that that's not uh, a habit. Right. The revolving door. of Revolving yeah. door. And, I mean, that's a whole other conversation that I 
can get into. I'll leave that alone for today. However, um, these men are letting people know we're here. We love our community, especially since we have the violence that's been going on with the youngsters. Kids don't listen to what we say. Kids do what we do. So if they see men out here giving back to the community, in quote-unquote enemies or whatever the situa- situation may be, if they see them working together and giving back, it's laughter, it's love, what are they going to do? Maybe they'll be able to communicate a little bit better, right? Or And talk about their issues versus resorting to violence. So that's the point of that. But the men versus women thing, the point of that was to be butt. And we did. We, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we won. Christine, who did you, who do you uh, think? Exactly. They had, you guys also had tea on the ladies' side, too. Mm-hmm. So. We had tea. We had all types of different beverages. We had fruit. We had dessert. Yeah, I saw the plates. The plates were swole. Let me, for the audience. Got, to, listen. For the audience, swole means that there was a lot of food on the plate. <laughs> I was just talking about this last night. I was like, you know, some people who came, they actually ought to be ashamed because they ate... Like they never ate before, <laughs> but it was really good and it was a really really fun time. We're gonna have to plan another one. It was, yeah. You were invited, but you got you got a better offer. I'm not gonna give you, you know, too much. It wasn't crap an about that offer. Offer. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I did not make it that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you told me about it, and we had talked about it. So she went over to you guys, and on that particular day, mm-hmm. what you do? Don't say at, on that particular day, um, I had to work, but then I had, I had an opportunity. A friend of mine asked me to come talk and meet with him, so I talked and met with him and met an interesting character. Okay. So it was a quasi-business quasi meeting. Got it. Quasi, with an emphasis on the quasi. Quasi. Yeah. Got he was, it. He was uh, having scotch and cigars and grilled chicken. They were just I was there. Having, while I was I having mean, scrimp. I, that shit was I had just scrimp there. and this big plate. Oh, Christine just <laughs> I would have rather about, had the scrimp than the chicken. <laughs> Christine just learned about what scrimp was. I did. Day. She said, what's... Are they different? It's not, said, it sounds no, it's Cajun. Just, it's five shrimp. Yeah. You call five shrimp scrimp. It means and five good. means delicious. Right. <laughs> yeah. that, it was just a great day and a perfect example of what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, it was me kind of stepping outside of my normal friendship exactly. ring, you know, that me circle. Too. And I felt completely, you know, welcomed. You know, nobody cared that I was, you know, technically the outsider, not, you know, part of their neighborhood or anything like that. And that's the key. Mm -hmm. There are no outsiders, and it's all about neighborhood. I believe their their slogan is bring the neighbor back into neighborhood. Hello, somebody. Here's what I like about watching you guys and and doing your thing and seeing that, the the cookout and everything. What I'm really feeling Mm -hmm. is the dedication oh. what that I'm feeling it you're there every single day mm-hmm. y'all out there in the hot heat mm-hmm. and just getting it in mm-hmm. not asking doing mm-hmm. not a lot of riff raffing it just doing it mm-hmm. I really like that I think that the other aspect that I like about what you're doing is that with a lot of people in the black community, right? Mm-hmm. Old school people put on the fish fries and all that. They right. got the the bake sale and all that. And mm-hmm. that's like Big Mama and them doing that. Right. Uncles and aunties. I like 
that you guys are young and doing that. It gives me hope mm-hmm. that that aspect that I grew up with. It's not going to die. It's not going to die. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I do. When the next generation picks up the torch of those, because that's a big thing. It's the, huge. That is in in black culture. It I would, I'd have to say that in Latino culture, it's probably the equivalent of the quinta party and all that. Even yeah. though ours is not a birth, a, a coming quinceanera. of age party. Right. Quinceanera, yeah. It's the equivalent. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is the. It's if you look in the dictionary of culture, for black folks, that's up there. Mm-hmm. I like that you guys are young. And doing that, nothing makes to. me happier uh-huh. than seeing my people doing positive things. Mm. Is I gotta, that the place? I gotta post this in the Lord. comments. Oh, we're gonna put that on the Instagram. Lord, okay, I'll save it for yeah. that. I'm talking about because that got me a little hungry. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm having this. I said, yeah, look, look what I'm having. Now, I'll, yes. tell you, I'll tell you this: where I was at, yes, there was scotch and cigars, mm-hmm. but there was chicken and pasta salad. It wasn't no. Listen. It wasn't no. I mean, I, I ate the hell out of it, but that plate looked You ain't bad. did nothing like that. <laughs> no. That plate it was like really we good. almost did she like a little trading place. We did trading places. We did trading places, places that day. Yeah. And it was good. And I'm really glad to hear how comfortable you were and how welcomed you felt because that's the whole idea. I think that goes back to the separation part that we were yeah. just talking about as well. Exactly. If, you know, I, it's, it's a sign of the. It's nothing new, but. It's nothing new. Yeah, it's nothing new, but like, you know. Uh, Caucasians being uncomfortable or whatever around black folks and I want to come to the party and like black people kind of being like iffy about going to the little shindig or whatever. Those, that's what's stopping, in addition to the social media, that's what's stopping the damn sandwich of humanity from being made. Exactly. If you don't get to know, like it's easy, we all have those um, presumptions about individuals and then you actually have an opportunity to sit down with that person you're like, oh, they all right. Right. And it works out. So that's the point of it as well. I mean, I didn't I didn't think that the impact would be as huge on that level. My main thing was when I spoke with the gentleman, um, Andre Pearson, was for the the boys and the violence piece. That's where my mm-hmm. mind was, like, hey, you guys, y'all are men, your fathers, you gotta be out here and show these young men, what they should be doing. I'm feeling on us. I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. Feeling it's on it. us. I, the day I met y'all, mm-hmm. super feeling it. As soon yeah. as I heard, like, I'm loving it. I love, love the it. little yeah. acronym. Yeah. We love yeah. an acronym around mm-hmm. here. So it's it's all good stuff going on. And like I said, we're, we're getting back into it. And what you were just mentioning about, you know, white people maybe walking and they see a group of black men, you know, wife beater, whatever. Right. Like, oh. Right. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it doesn't happen up the street. Right. I'm telling you, they're like, hey, you guys cooking today? You know what I think? You know, what police I think? come. Here's what I think. I, let me let me hold on. Here's what I think it is, too. It says a lot. This is why I love this show. Here's what it says, because they're up the street. That's the right west side. The it's on. This is downer. Mm-hmm. It's right up the street. Right up the street. It's like. Downer and whatever the hell. It's before May Street. Chestnut or, or, Chest- Chestnut or something Hawthorne like or something like that. Those white people around there are cool. Hello. That's not a thing over there. They're not. These people in this area, in Aurora, are seasoned. They're not. It's nothing new to them, really. They're not tripping. Like, mm-hmm. they like 
that people are doing things in a fashion with which to give back. Mm-hmm. I was at, because this is your interview, I was at a little shindig on the West Side once upon a time, and we were out there handing out, uh, we were packaging up meals and just giving them away to people. A box, a couple of cans of this, a couple of things of that, two juice boxes, boom, you're gone. Now, when I was in Naperville, right, mm-hmm. did kind of the same thing. Now, I got a little badge on. My name was on the list, right? But I go to walk up to check in and register, and, you know, are, are you are you in the right place, young man? Oh, my. Like, are you Debbie? Yeah, I'm Debbie. Well, I'm Curtis. Oh, my. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, right? Mm. But that's different here mm-hmm. in Aurora. It's not a th- like these people here in Aurora are just different. So that's that goes that goes a long way. At least gives me a little bit of hope that things would uh, uh, start to mend mm-hmm. as they should. And I think that's something that they may have been longing for, because we all were talking about how it used to be. And mm-hmm. surely I'm not old. So surely <laughs> when I was a kid, <laughs> so I got I you. A kid, I got that you. wasn't that long ago. Um, so imagine with them, it was even more family oriented when they were younger. So the return of that is, I'm sure, soothing mm-hmm. and comforting, mm-hmm. no matter what race you right, are. Right, there And you that's go. the bottom line. We go. always get into this conversation. It doesn't matter what you do or who you are. We all, we all want the same doggone thing. And right. if you tell me you don't want these things, I know for sure you're a liar. Right. We want to be healthy. We want to have access to things that we need, food, clothing, shelter, all of that. We want our a family. May it be you or someone else. We want our families to be happy and healthy. And we want to feel loved mm-hmm. and appreciated. Everybody wants that. It doesn't matter who you are or what you've done. Everybody wants that deep down inside. So if we just remember that, even in times where we may be frustrated with one another or we might not understand one another... That's the bottom line. The time is now 8.40 a.m., and you are listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast, and we are speaking with Natalie Bonner. Yes. Um, so a question I got. Where did the name Talented Tents come from? That came from W.E.B. Du Bois. Okay. So he coined the phrase from uh, another gentleman, and the concept is that within the African-American community, there would be 10% of individuals who would be afforded the opportunity of education or culture, whatever that looked like, and they would be responsible for sharing that and uplifting the other 90%. Word up. Uh, It it gets a little bit more in detail, but that's my premise for it. Sometimes we have different opportunities. Some people are not afforded the same opportunities, but they have the same talent, right? So if I know that I have access to something and I know that you need it, whether or not we're friends or I I like you or whatever, that goes back to the whole fruit thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's my duty to help you or to tell you or whatever the case may be. Whatever you do with that is on you. But it's my duty to do that because that's why we're we're all here for each other. If we didn't need each other, it'd be one person on the world. <laughs> like, 
that's it. So that's where Talented Tip came from. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, and for the listeners, W.E.B. Du Bois was a very, uh, among many things, he was a writer mm-hmm. and noted author. Uh, check out any of his works. Who's Marie Sunshine? I am also <laughs> a children's book author. And Marie Sunshine is my pen name because Marie is my middle name. And I look like Sunshine, right? Right. Hey. <laughs> so, hello, somebody. So that's where that came from. That's great. What, what kind of books? Children's books. They, like, I have five children's books. Um, the first children's book I wrote was for my daughter when she was turning 16. So I thought it'd be special to do something for her for her 16th birthday. And at the time, I had an infant, so I felt bad. And I'm like, oh, well, he's about to turn one, so I have to write him a book, too. <laughs> so then I wrote him a book. But while I was writing those two, it just popped in my head to do something for children to learn about different men and women of color who have revolutionized the world. So I did two children's books. Um, One is for men, or about men. One is about women, famous men and women of color who've done amazing things in history. And it focuses on individuals that they're more than likely not going to learn about in school. So Martin's not in there. Sorry. Malcolm's not in there. Sorry, but I do have Marcus Garvey. Right. Okay, I do have... um, uh, Ira Aldridge. You know, I have in- Zumbi. I learned about Zumbi. Okay. Um, York. So you guys know of Lewis and Clark, right? The right. Um, explorers. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have been Lewis and Clark without York. Right. We don't know about York, though. York was a man of color. However, it was him. So I did that to empower children of color. I love all children. However, there is something going on with children of color and they feel different ways about themselves. So the point of the books is to let them know like, Hey, these people look like you look what they did. You're not going to hear about a lot of them. Um, but I wanted them to be empowered and to learn. And what I noticed is that parents learn too. <laughs> right, about, they're like, right. Oh, I didn't know that. And then the final book is about fraternities and sororities because I'm a proud member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, the only sorority, the best sorority, ooh whoop. <laughs> <laughs> shout, out, shout out to the sisters. Shout out to my sorority. Delta Sigma. Yes, Glen Ellen Area Alumni Chapter. That is uh, my chapter I belong to. We do a lot of great things. So, I mean, community service and just being in the community, that's just a part of who I am. It's It's who I am. Every association I have, they care about people. If you're not on the same wavelength as me, in that aspect, I'm not around you. Word up. Period. No, it's Word great up. with the books because, again, you're, you're teaching kids that you don't have to be one of these big name people. Mm-hmm. You can be anybody. Oh, yeah. Anybody. Self, anybody can make a difference. And I did it mainly for creativity. Uh, the books, actually, mm-hmm. they took off pretty well, and we have a curriculum to go with the books. And I'm telling you, I'm rolling out in September Listen, for the homeschoolers, you're definitely going to want to get it because we have the activities, circle time. You know, we're letting you know everything you need to do, and it's all boarded around famous men and women of color. And it's STEAM-based because we're talking about scientists here. We're talking about technicians. We're talking about engineering. We're talking about art. We're talking about mathematics. All that's in there. 
So I'm excited about that, too. Nice. So mm-hmm. people that are doing e-learning now, how can they find this curriculum? Well, or- I will have it on mariesunshine.com. Okay. First part of September. They can always email me and get more information or pre-order it. We are also doing pre-orders on that. Um, they can contact contact me at talented10thss at gmail.com. And that's T-E-N-T-H. T-E-N-T-H. Tenth. Because we always hear tenths. Not tenths. <laughs> you know how we, yeah, right. right. You tenth. Know how we, yeah. It's not tenths. It sounds tenth. like my uncles and all that. The With tenth. a little lisp. Tenth. It's lisp. Yeah, right. Tenth. <laughs> T-E-N-F. Tenth. Right. Tenth. Um, told you we was going to get you that interview, right? You did. You told you. Were. Told you. I'm yep. talking about that's what we do. Exactly. Um, women in business. Yes. So one of the things that I like to emphasize on the show, we try to do a good job of it day by day, is but it's that like the you are one of a of a few people who cross a couple of our um, series. Mm-hmm. I should say you're a woman in business, um, but also you've got that strict social justice and fairness. Um, equity aspect as well. Yes. Um, talk about what you feel are some of the uh, things that Aurora needs to tackle. Now, well, not, you know what, not just Aurora, perhaps society at the moment. Just a couple of quick things that we need to tackle and jump on. Succession. That's important. Um, we're aging out. <laughs> We were talking the whole interview. We've we've been talking about just the cycle of life, right? So we the generation gap has to change. Um, just focusing on our differences has to change. We have to focus on what makes us similar, right? What makes us alike. But succession is really important because I feel like the teenagers they feel a disconnect with us and that's another reason why when you talk about dedication and being out there every day one thing that's important for them is consistency you can't establish that rapport and that trust if they feel like oh this is your job you're just here because you know you want to get paid or you want to look good because every time you see me all we do is take pictures and post them on social media versus having a conversation of substance. So I think that we all need to be better as far as our generation and up going back and making sure that these kids and these adolescents feel connected to us. That's important. They need to trust us. They need to be able to depend on us because they're going to be the ones taking care of us at the end of the day. So I always tell people too, what I'm doing is kind of selfish. These kids are going to be taking care of me. I'm not too comfortable right now. So <laughs> I have to do I have to do what I need to do, right? Right. To make sure when I'm in my mother's position or in my mother's age or in my grandfather's age when he was living, that they have the tools to take care of me properly. Hello, somebody. All right. <laughs> good. Very good. I like to end on a little humor when it gets a little deeper. <laughs> Um, so the time is now 8.50 a.m. You're listening to Good Morning Aurora, and we're sitting down with Natalie Bonner. Uh, so we got a couple more questions for you. Okay. Um, so as we go into, so today's Tuesday, mm-hmm. um, you know, what what uh, activities and events and things do you guys have coming up 
uh, that the people should need. Uh, it makes me for. excited. All right. So we are working with an amazing artist, Gator, um, and he's doing our children's room in the office. So we had some kids come in and they painted their artwork, but Gator has turned or he's turning this room into their their haven. It's called the Room of Endless Possibilities. He was making fun of me because it was long, but I wanted to have a space where the children felt safe to create, uh, safe to be who they were, safe to learn, and also make it visually stimulating as well. So uh, we'll be revealing that room really soon. I don't have a date, but make sure you keep up with our social media because we'll be posting that. We'll also be doing a grand opening within the next few weeks with the uh, Quad County African American Chamber of Commerce that I'm also a proud member of. Shout out to Sherman Jenkins and Terry, my mentor. I love me some Terry Simmons. Terry Talks is on today, too. Let me put my Terry. Oh, that's Shout out right. To Terry Talks. Yes, Terry Talks Tuesday with the T. So um, that and getting, uh, we're going to be working with Simply Destiny and, uh, a lot as well, which is an amazing, amazing, amazing organization. I absolutely love all of them and what they have done for the past 11 years in battling suicide prevention and giving children and adolescents an outlet as well as families. Um, so let's see, what do we have this on a weekly basis? Um, we are supporting on us. As you guys know, so with the with the barbecue, that's on Wednesdays and Fridays and every, Saturdays. Every Wednesday, every Friday. Wednesday, Fridays, and Saturdays. Okay. So Wednesdays are the barbecue days. So you're gonna get some burger dog chip on Wednesdays. Word up. Friday, we're giving away food. So we partner with the pantry, and they are amazing as well. Which pantry? Cat, Aurora Interfaith Food Pantry. Cat yeah. and Eddie, I really appreciate the both of them. Whenever I need anything, not just in Aurora. I do work in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So if I go to the city and I'm like, hey, I need 300 boxes of food. They're like, oh, okay. There you go. And that's being a neighbor, right? Because what happens in Chicago affects what happens here. Mm-hmm. Trust right. and believe me. So um, that's on Fridays. And then on Saturdays, it's a car wash. So you can go and get a car wash down there. Great Where pressure. Wa- 420 West Downer. 420 West Downer. That's the church where the food is at and everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Up there. All right. Yep, so they're doing the car washes on Saturdays. The hours for all of those Never things are 3 to 6. Place was. I just knew it was the church. That right was, on the uh, street. You yeah. can't miss us. Yeah. You can't miss us. So It's the one with all the people. Right, Yeah, exactly. it's the one with all the, the fun, the laughter, and the love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, so that's on Saturday, the car wash. Uh, besides that, yeah, those are the main things that we have on a weekly basis right now. Besides some of the other events that we'll have uh, rolling out with or other organizations, because we're really big on collaborating with each other as well, so that's important. I don't want to do all the work. All right, right. <laughs> Very interesting. You got a serious question? Um, I do. I want to okay. end on this question. Okay. So I hear you're collaborating with the web. Yes. <laughs> so I have a drink at the web or the Aurora Tap House. DKA oh, the right. web. I don't say it, K, because that's another sorority. Mm-hmm. We say DKA <laughs> um, at the web, and it's called Sunshine. I can't tell you what's in it, because then I'd have to kill you. 
<laughs> and I can't kill you because I'm on air, right? Right. Because so, right. if anybody get killed in here, I'm telling you what, it hello. was a good morning, Aurora. Hello, hello. <laughs> hello somebody. It's, it's really, hello, somebody. You are somebody when you have a drink named after you. Yeah. You know what? The guy is amazing. Dan, mm-hmm. he's amazing. So, and the staff there Shout are amazing Dan as well. Shout out to Dan. House. Shout out to Dan. They're amazing. They also, we plan on doing a fundraiser there. A game night there. We're going to be doing a lot of fun stuff this season. You just wait. One thing I forgot to ask, are you going to be open for First Friday? Yes. We're going to be with Simply Destiny. We're working on the logistics of how we want to do it in, like, the location. If we want to do it out front, out back, parking lot. But we're definitely going to be participating in First Fridays. We're going to have a lot of different activities Everyone will be able to walk in and see how Simply Destiny is on in their space as well as my space. And we're working on diversifying what we do. Um, you know, they have or there seem to be a Latina or Latinx. Is that the, the phrase that they're using now? Latinx I just learned. organization. Yeah. I, I'd never heard of it. But the Latinx organization, they're not. They don't discriminate. They deal with whoever and we all have the same issues right so what we're doing we want to diversify we want to work together and and like decrease those stigmas that black and brown don't get along and all that nonsense i love them they love we have great relationship and they've helped me a lot i've helped them we're trying to increase that energy and bring more people in more children so we can also battle some of the other things that we discussed today Interesting. So, um, I got a serious question for you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and I saved it for the end of the show. Okay. It's a question that is so important that I knew that when we started talking about having an interview with you, I was going to bring it up. It's weighing on my heart very heavily. Okay. Al Green or Marvin Gaye? Man, ooh. Told you, heavy. Oh, man. Mm, I'm going to go with... I'm going with Marvin. Because Al Green got grits thrown on him. So (laughs) if you you were foolish enough to do something to get some grits thrown on you... But I love both of their music. Right. And I knew it was going to be funny. (laughs) Because I seen his face, he's like... Yeah. <laughs> Marvin Gaye. Marvin, Marvin Gaye. Gaye. All day. I'm, I'm going to listen to it when I get in the car. Marvin, um, Marvin. The, um, the show ends on a positive note. We mm-hmm. like to let people say what the people of Aurora should be thinking about and taking with them um, and applying in their lives. What should the people of Aurora take with them today on, on this Tuesday? What you should take away is that if you woke up today, that you're still needed. Everybody's success is different. So some people want to be successful homemakers, while some people want to be Fortune 500 company CEOs. It's all the same. So whatever your success is, just do it. That's it. Just do it. And do it well. And have fun and smile. Get those endorphins and things going today. Smile. Get Get some sun. Drink some water. Hydrate. 
Hydra, get a little bit of elderberry and sea moss. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they think people see us on the sidewalk shouting at each other, going, hey! <laughs> and they're, oh, probably, geez, and they're so. probably like, oh my gosh. These it's nuts. early. Yeah, why are you so happy for? Because <laughs> you're alive. Yeah. It's the flyest stretch Hello. in Aurora downtown. The flyest. It really is. Fly. The block is hot. block is hot. But, it's, but you know <laughs> in what? In a good way. It's hot with... Energy, positivity. We out there chopping it up, having mm-hmm. pictures. Okay, yeah, I see you doing this, that, and the other. Like it's, it's making history. It's fly. This block right here, honestly, is is really going to do some things because we've all come together. I love my little new family because mm-hmm. my office was in Plainfield and I had no company. <laughs> so I was always out and about. Now I have all the company. I can't stop people from coming to the office. So that's I'm excited. good. Yeah. So the time is now 8.59 and a few seconds a.m. You've been listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. We've been blessed to sit down with Natalie Bonner of the Talented Tense Social Services Mm -hmm. nonprofit. Um, I'd like to thank JV. I'd like to thank Hunter. I'd like to thank my co-host Christine for another great show. Um, We've got a lot, a lot of great interviews coming up on Thursday. We have a dear friend of the show, Simon Rodriguez. I love Simon. Simon's awesome. The City of Aurora Youth Services Committee. And He's awesome. on Friday, we have Sarah Summers, who is an Aurora artist. Uh, so stay tuned for our episodes. Please like and subscribe to us on YouTube. Stay up with all the content that we got. Because I'm telling you this. Hear me. Hmm. We got so much coming. Talk Y'all not me. even ready. Talk to They're me. not even ready. So I'm telling you, hit that subscribe button, because if you don't... You're missing out. You're missing out. And from us to you, have a blessed, positive, motivated day. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock on the world's greatest morning show. Peace. Peace.